guys, welcome back to my podcast, Becoming a Blogger. My name is Louise, and this podcast is dedicated to my journey to becoming a full-time blogger. Um, I'm so excited to be back from the holidays. Um, I took a little break for Christmas and New Year's. My mom's birthday is New Year's Day, so we got to be home and spend that with her. And um, I just love being at home. I, my, We've lived in the house that we've been in um for about 19 years now um and I just I love my house it just has that smell and it's so cozy and um anyway I just I love some good family time and while I was home so my dad um, is an architect and he is amazing at what he does and but he as of I guess a couple days ago he didn't have any type of he had a website um but it was just you know, my brother did it, so I don't want to um, talk smack about him. But we gave him a new a new website, and we got him on Instagram, and we got him on Facebook. And so, you know, I forget that you know my dad he works for himself, and so like this is his business. And you know, the fact that he didn't have any type of <laughs> any type of social footprint is just crazy but I'm glad we got him set up and got him on the Instagram train and he's doing a great job so far and I'm so so proud of him but anyway it was just fun to walk through that with him and help get all of his stuff together and um help him do all of that and so that was a fun uh, little part of my break and so what did I want to talk about today? Oh, so on my one of my Instagram posts on my Instagram, becoming a blogger, I had asked what um, y'all wanted to hear more about, and I got a couple of responses. Um, one of them is um, working with brands and building relationships, and. As y'all know, I too am a very new blogger. I've been blogging for about six months now. And so I have not had a ton of experience with this and with working with brands, um, but I have had a couple. And um, I think the biggest thing these days is using proper um communication, like whether it be through email or through a phone call or from Zoom or Skype or whatever, um, or even just you know texting or DMing, a lot of people these days don't know how to just use, you know, good grammar, start it out with dear so-and-so, you know, whatever, whatever, and end it with something, you know, some people don't even know how to do that. I mean, I know there was, um, so I work at a retail store and we were trying to hire some help for the holidays to help with wrapping and stuff and our manager was on maternity leave and she just had a baby and um they were emailing with this girl and she kept responding to the email that the head the subject of the email was the store's name and she kept responding to the email and would misspell the name of the store every time and you know it it was the subject of the email it started out with you know so and so job inquiry for the holidays and she kept this email thread kept going and going she kept spelling the name of the store incorrectly and it's like okay that's just a common sense step number one you know spell 
the name correctly. <laughs> and some people don't know how to do that. And some people don't know how to um, smoothly communicate with people. And I think that's just step one, you know, learn how uh, proper email grammar. Emails are a little bit more formal than a text message and um, not quite as formal as a letter, but it still has that same basis. So um, when working with brands, you know, be very cordial and polite, use correct grammar, um, know the name of the company you're working with. And um, I would say, you know, so I took the course um, the Profitable Influencer, and it was great. And there were a lot of great tidbits in there about, you know, reaching out to brands and um, responding to brands and, you know, telling brands no and telling brands yes. And um, especially when reaching out to a brand, you want to make sure you have all your bases covered. Like you follow them on Instagram. How awkward would it be if you reached out to this place and you weren't even following them on Instagram first? Like have some type of background that would qualify you to work with them, whether it be your niche, whether it be your following or, um, you know, anything like that, that can relate you back to that, that is a crucial part of what is going to ensure that they would even consider your email. And um, another tidbit is just to have an interesting subject line, because even emails I get, sometimes they just go straight to spam. So I'm always checking my spam folder. And you know, you don't want that email to get into the brand you're trying to work with spam folder. Um, so coming up with an interesting subject line is also crucial as well. And I mean, like I said, I haven't done any really big brand collaborations yet. I've had a couple and, um, you know, as they go on, I, I, like one is pretty much ongoing that I have right now. And, you know, just making sure the communication is clear, email them when you receive the package, email them with any concerns or if something doesn't come in on time, let them know that. Um, and just keeping that constant communication, being polite, using correct grammar, um, having a signature at the end of your email. That is something that really gives you a lot of <laughs> street cred, I feel like, um, and so I, I have a little signature that just automatically goes at the end of all my emails um, where they know how to contact you. It has like my email, my blog handle, my blog website, and I think that's it. But anyway, you know, just a basic clothing and it has like my logo with it too. Um, that'll give you a lot of street cred and it'll, it'll just throw that back out there so they know how to contact you or if they wanna look at say your Instagram feed or whatever to see how your photos are looking, then that's a good thing to have on there as well. Um, and another question that I got to talk about today is um, some photo shoot tips. And I would say I know a little bit more about this than I know about working with brands. Um, I love taking photos of myself. I um, got a camera when I was 16 and I would just literally go out into the yard and take pictures of random things or I would get I would dress up my sister um, and take pictures of her or I would like do her makeup and I'd be like okay come out in the yard come stand over here or like on my dog I would take pictures of my dog um, so I have always had an interest in photography and um, 
anyway, it's, it's a lot of fun for me to do. And my husband is also very, he's more into photography than I am. He's much better at it, um, has a much better camera, has, you know, is a very much more professional in that area than I am. Um, I just kind of do it for fun. And he really um, takes it to the next level and has taught me a lot. Um, I didn't even know how to use Photoshop or Lightroom or anything um, until we got married. And he started showing me how to use it because he was like, you can't just, you know, edit it with the Instagram filters. And I was like, oh, okay. Um, so when we go to take pictures, I take pictures every two weeks in an ideal world, I would take it, take a bunch like once every week, but sometimes my schedule doesn't allow that. Um, but you know, taking time, setting aside time and planning out your outfits, the location of where you want to take your pictures and props. Um, so after, once you get all of that together and then you're ready to go and I will usually take like up to four outfits or product pictures or whatever, um, in a day. And when I say props, I think props are the most crucial, like will make your photo that much better. I have found, you know, it's something else for someone to look at in the photo as opposed to just like a regular outfit photo, maybe holding some flowers or holding a cup of coffee or holding, uh, I don't know, something interesting to make it look a little bit more realistic, to make it look like you have a little bit of life and to make it look like you're not just standing there, sitting there smiling at the camera. You know, um, I, like I said, you know, I'm very new to this. And so I still have yet to, um, really perfect my, um, my editing skills and my feed. I, I learned something new about that every single day. And I, it was actually just the other day I came into the study and I was like, Grant, I need a preset. Like I need a more cohesive feed. I was like, I don't even know. Like I just edit it to where I like it. And then I post it and sometimes it looks good. Sometimes it doesn't. And I, I don't know. I was just frustrated for a second because my feed wasn't exactly how I wanted it to look because I was comparing myself to all of these other people who granted have been doing this for years and years and years and here I was six months in beating myself up because my feed didn't look cohesive or pleasing to the eye and um, so I got on Etsy and I was looking at um, presets you can buy them some of them are just like a couple of bucks I think the one I bought was like three dollars and so I got it and I've been trying it out and then I got even more frustrated because I slapped it on a picture and it looked so bad and I was like are you kidding me and Grant was like well you have to you know you it won't work for every single picture like you have to adjust the lighting and you have to do just this and I, I really just wanted that instant gratification and to have that perfect feed right away and to just slap that filter on everything but I, the problem is, is that I don't really love filters, so I don't know why I thought that would be the thing for me, but I just, you know, I want it to be light and I want it to be bright and then I want it to all look good when they all come together. But, um, and even I was thinking as I was doing that, I was like, man, I'm not even taking my own advice. You know, I can't stress out about how perfect they all look together, all the pictures look together on my feed, but each one individually, what impact is that going to have when someone's scrolling through their feed? 
And so anyway, so, so the filters that I, the presets that I bought, some of them look good on some pictures. And then I also have a preset that I, well, that Grant made for me that I, I'll put on my pictures and then I'll kind of adjust it to what I like. Um, and so I use both now. I use both of those presets, but some type of cohesive editing tool like that, either making your own or adjusting it per photo, you know, anything will work. You know, it does, it's not going to be an instant gratification, buy a pack of presets type of deal I have learned. But um, also, you know, to go along with props and things, make sure you have good lighting. Um, good lighting is crucial. I, I, it makes me cringe when I see <laughs> like really poor, poor quality lighting and it's like shadows and whatever. I mean, no one wants to see that really. You're trying to take this photo to please your followers. And when I think about that aspect of it, I'm like, okay, what would I want to see from someone else? Like what do would look good to me? What do I think my followers would like? And so, um, quality lighting is key. And, um, even I, it doesn't even matter that much about the type of camera. I mean, I know plenty of people that just take them on their iPhone. They don't even have a camera and I take the majority of my photos on my, just my phone or Grant's phone. And, um, I mean, those work just fine for me, but like I said, um, still no expert at this. It's, it's a learning curve for sure. But, um, those were all the questions I had to answer today, but I will do another Q and a, uh, make sure that you follow me at becoming underscore a underscore blogger on Instagram. And then my blog Instagram is at Louise Montgomery blog. And, um, let me know any other questions you'll have and I'll answer them in my next podcast. Thank you.